The time is now. What is the secret to success? Movement. People look at you strange saying you change, like you work that hard to stay the same. Like you're doing all this for a reason. reason. Hard work. Yeah. Works. Today's Trainers Talk is brought to you by the Calcica Fit app. The Calcica Fit app has over a hundred different workout videos from yoga, Pilates, core, strength, hit, on the go, TRX, meditation. Even if you're having a hard time going to sleep at night, we got something for that. So check that out. It's less than 50 cents a day. Go to calcicafit.com for more details. Yeah. Welcome to the latest Trainers Talk. This is Donovan Almond. Thank you for joining. Today's special guest is my wife, Jacqueline Almond. She joins, and we do a little bit of a trainer spotlight this week. She's uh, really made some pretty amazing um, growth in a, a year of a pandemic. And we sit down and we do a new segment that I call it Drop Down and Give Me 10. So where she answers 10 questions and... Uh, you know, kind of quick as she can, different general fun questions that I'm going to do with different guests. And she is my first, so she's going to be, she really kicks it off here. And then we go into a little bit more in-depth conversation after we do the drop and give me 10. And we talk about this progression that she's seen as a trainer and the combination of her being a firefighter, a, a Pilates instructor, um, and being into strength training herself, how that knowledge uh, combined with her experience has really taken her to a new level as a trainer over the past uh, 12, 12 to 16 months. So um, enjoy that, have fun, um, kick back, and enjoy this conversation that I have with Jacqueline Almond. Yeah! Drop down and give me 10. <laughs> Welcome to the latest segment. Uh, this is a little questionnaire, a little opportunity where I'm going to ask 10 questions and I'm going to try to keep the same 10 questions for each of the guests that I'm going to use for this segment. So Jackie, are you ready to I'm drop ready. down and give me 10? <laughs> I'm ready. All right. So I'm going to fire off the questions. So you're going to give me your answer and uh, we'll move on. As quick, like the first thing that comes to my head? Yeah. I mean, or think not, about it. You can think about it. I mean, okay. I, we don't got all day, you know, we're busy people. <laughs> Morning workout or evening workout? Morning. Favorite meal of the day? Dinner. Because that's when we get to eat together. Oh, isn't that sweet? <laughs> that's so sweet. It's when you cook, honey. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and that's when I put on my skirt also. Uh, weights, class, or outdoor rec? Weights. One song for your workout. What's that song? One song. Um, if you had to put it on a repeat for a workout, what's that song? I have to pick a song. I can't pick an artist. No. Can I pass and come back? Is this like Family Feud? This is the first. <laughs> this is the first one, and you're already trying to pass. I just like Family okay. Feud. Like okay. we'll come back. Like we'll come back. Feud. We'll come yeah. back. Yeah. What gets you out of the bed in the morning? Oh, uh, you guys and the kids. 
Describe your perfect client. Oof. Uh, I like a client who is like motivated and ready and knows what they want to achieve and wants to be pushed and is willing to take on the challenge of what the next thing could be. Cool, I like that, all right. If you had two hours, free hours that you could use on your own, would you watch a documentary, an action movie, or a reality show? None of the above. Um, two hours. I would watch probably an action movie. Okay. Do you have an action movie that comes to mind? One action movie that comes to mind. Um, Are you watchable for you? Can I pass and come back? Oh, God. Jeez. <laughs> this is pass fail. You're not. Um, you can only keep one coffee or wine? Coffee. What is your death row meal? Oh, Thai food. And. Let's come back to the one so song to work out. One song to work out. I don't know. Do you know what my one song to work out would be? I'm really struggling. Maybe Whitney Houston dancing? The, 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 no. No? No, it's some sort of hip hop. It's like Migos or Jay-Z. All I do is win? No, it's harder hip hop than All right, that. Well, then we're going we're gonna to skip that. You have no, <laughs> you have no music then. Uh, who is your body inspiration? Kaiza. Kaiza. All right. Kaiza. Yep. Well, Athlete, mobility, just goes for it. Also my ideal client. Yeah. Um, well, you completed nine out of 10 <laughs> of the drop down and give me 10. So she still owes me one, but thank you for joining me for that segment. You're welcome. Right. Thank you for having me. No problem. Yeah. Hello, boys and girls. I would like to welcome you to the latest Trainish Talk. Today's guest, I say we have special guests, but this <laughs> is the uh, guest that means the most to me. Oh, I like that. Yeah, uh, good. <laughs> yes. He's been holding that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jacqueline Allman, how's it going? I'm good. Good. So uh, I wanted to sit down with you is because we sat down in probably one of the first five Trainish Talks and we kind of gave a story, you can go back and check that out, of how Calcica Fit happened and how we got there and the journey uh, to that point, you know, when we were only like a month or so into COVID kind of situation. And I wanted to follow up and, and not talk about as much COVID, but talk about certain things that I've seen happen within your, your career as a trainer, kind of shifting over the past year. Um, First of all, one of the things that has shifted is that you've really uh, took ownership over doing more Pilates-based training. Yep. And why is that, you think? I think um, one of the things as I was coming back from our fourth child was getting my body back in alignment, getting my balance back, and Pilates kind of allows you to do that. You really have to slow down and you have to... Uh, connect with your body and it's not just this like worrying about in a squat hinge it's you have to start from the top of your body and work all the way down and make sure everything's firing at the right time and I actually think 
getting your abs to fire is one of the hardest things, at least maybe for women that people struggle with is like, mm. how do I get this part of my body to fire the way that I want to? So it, I think it started off with my own wanting to get my body back to uh, pre-baby. Yeah. And then it just, as the knowledge grew, I kept wanting to share it with people who had similar experiences. And I think that's what happened. Yeah, I mean, I, what's, what's interesting, how, because I've worked with uh, several uh, female clients who've just had a baby, and how long would it say it took you for to kind of refine or discover the connection of your core after, yeah, after I mean, pregnancy? Lower abs is the hardest part. And I remember working on the reformer and um, being like fire right here, and I kept thinking to myself, I am. I am firing right there, but you've stretched those muscles out. So I would say it took a good two years mm -hmm. for it to start to really start to connect again. And that was like consistent work on it. It wasn't like once a week. It was like, okay, I, this is, I recognize that this is a weakness, but it's also like, I also don't blame, it's a, it's a beautiful thing that you just did. It's, it's totally okay. It's just recognizing like this is an area I need to focus on. So I would say it probably took two years, but once it happened, your body starts to want to do it naturally, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. And what's the, you know, kind of transitioning a little bit, you know, you've, you're a firefighter and since the last time we've kind of really had to sit down like this, there's been a couple of fires that you've one been, or two. one or two that you've been involved <laughs> with. And you, that's different training. Doing Pilates is great and it's great from the core connection, but talk about some of the training that you have to do outside of Pilates for your own personal self to kind of be ready for the- Fire know, season. Fire season, really. Yeah, it's, it's like a sport, right? Yeah. Um, so, and I will, return the mirror towards you a little bit. We had a really good conversation about what should we be working on? And, um, you know, I love strength training. I love heavy weights. I love pushing myself. And I've learned to kind of counter that with the Pilates, um, as you have said. But what I'm really learning is right now at this time, so it's late February, mm -hmm. fire season starts to approach earlier and earlier. But now I'm working on a lot of mobility, a lot of range of motion, a lot of like still using strength, but figuring out how to give my body the ability to move the way I want it to versus just being able to push heavy weight. Is like, can my squat get deeper? Can my um, box jumps get higher? Can my chest open wider? And mm. just working on those things, I think right now is where I'm at. And then as we get closer to fire season, I'm gonna start working on building that strength back up and, um, I think, you know, I'm always working on endurance just because we naturally spin a lot. And um, as we get closer to fire season, I might work on endurance just in terms of like that slow and steady versus like sprinting on a treadmill. But knowing that you might have to be hiking for miles with heavy weights. So now is a lot of mobility, range of motion. And then as we get closer to fire season, it's going to be strength and endurance. Yeah. One thing that I, I find that you've kind of developed a little bit of a niche. There's kind of two niches, but well, let's talk about one first, and you might not even realize it, is that you combining Pilates, and we've worked with several, I mean, we've worked with hundreds of instructors over the years, and there's not too many Pilates-based instructors that do a lot of powerlifting, kind of st strong strength training. Um, so you take 
the Pilates portion, you take the strength powerlifting portion, and then you take the functionality portion of getting ready to do fire season. I mean, that is a very unique uh, mix. It almost is combining, you know, grace, strength, power. And from a female's perspective, what, you know, what have you been able to do when you're working with clients? Um, in terms of using that, I think. Yeah. Not- so like I would say in a way, so you, you take those perspectives, those three perspectives. When you're working, you, you know how to do the strength training, you know how to do Pilates, and you know how to, like you have your fire line fit, which you've, you've done where you've incorporated firefighter type training into a, a class atmosphere. So that's a really a functional and very specific thing. So how do you take those three pieces and integrate them into working with the clients that you work with? So, well, as you know, every client's a little bit different. Um, But I think what I've seen is as you get better, as your alignment gets stronger and your core gets stronger, and like I said earlier, as it it just starts to do its work on its own, you don't have to tell yourself, oh, I have to clench my abs when you're doing a curl because your abs won't start doing that Mm -hmm. as part of your posture. That's one of the benefits of doing Pilates is working on your posture and lengthening the muscles a little bit. As you say that, I'm trying to sit down. I know, as we're like, um, but I think, uh, so I take a lot of that Pilates work and I try to incorporate it into those who are strength training so that, and I like want to stand up and go to the cable machine. But as you do that, all, all of, I mean, I, my Pilates people will be like, wrap your abs, wrap, that's like, but your body will start doing that. And if this is solid and can support you, you can start lifting heavier weights. You can start increasing your range of motion because you know that your trunk is gonna keep you stable. And so it just kind of allows you to go to that next level, whether it's in strength or function, like you said. And so I think, I think, I I hope I'm answering your question a little bit. I I think you are, and what's, What's interesting too is that during uh, last year, um, sometime in the the, uh, fall, once kids were going back to staying at home and going to school, (laughs) they were back in school, one of the things that you thought of and and, uh, I think has really been very successful um, is you have these small group trainings and Several of them are mom kind of based uh, groups, people who, who have kids, obviously. So where, why did that idea happen and why do you think it's been so successful? So as a mom, um, I, I was kind of like just feeling the market and kind of listening to what I was hearing people saying and seeing what people are doing. And I could see there was this not only yearning for connectivity, but yearning to like do something like because you start especially when you have kids and you're homeschooling it becomes all about homeschooling and are they getting their homework done and and you kind of lose yourself a little bit and so I just said you know what let me reach out to some of my mom friends and just see if they were cool with working out outside we wear masks we keep our distance um, and we I kind of picked like a weird time to start which was like winter but I think the need to just feel it, uh, what I kept hearing them say is like, this is me time. 
this is me time. This yeah. is because they had done the like, oh, I've had my glass of wine and they were just kind of, they wanted me time. They wanted to feel like they could see their girlfriends again, but also feel like they're doing something productive for themselves. So that's kind that's how I think it kind of started. I think it keeps going because um, the group is, they're so supportive of one another. Yeah. And I try to make sure that like I share photos of them or videos of them working out so they can show their kids. And like, it's just, it gives them, it's helping them feel fulfilled and helping them feel proud of what they're doing and that they have their thing. And so it's been great. I've loved doing the small group and they all kind of have different goals and it's nice to kind of, they can see each other progressing and it's, it's worked out well. Yeah. You know, I, um, just off of how you were talking about that kind of brings up something and somebody I've had a couple of people ask me at clients and you know we we work together we you know we do a lot of things together um, <laughs> from a business aspect but also from obviously a very personal aspect and one of the things that I think um, has helped us you know with you know being working so close together is also having some very strong boundaries of what we do separately. Yeah. And one of those things I think is you being a firefighter mm-hmm. and I have no desire <laughs> to, to be one. Stop recruiting him. <laughs> <laughs> so I have no desire. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you um, tackle that. One of the other things that, you know, to be really honest is when you came up with, you, you talked about the idea of doing these groups and I was hesitant of that. Um, and I know that was a kind of sticking point. And my, my hesitation was based off of, I like to have my work in the Napa Valley side, that's where my work is. And when I go over the hill to Sonoma, that's where I'm your husband, that's where I'm the kid's father. And I've known that first. And, but you, you tackled it and what, uh, you know, what was going through your head when I was kind of kind of pushing back on potentially that idea? Well, I think, you know, I obviously part of the, our separation of church and state is I also recognize that he is an expert as a trainer. And so as someone, you know, much newer to this field, I take your advice a lot and I try to sit back and like let you teach me, which in a relationship is not always easy to do. But I think we found a good vibe. So um, in that moment, I think there, you know, I was listening and I was hearing what you were saying and I think your points were valid, but I also think I knew the market. I am the market. And I felt confident that like, I think this is gonna work. I think I can speak to these women. I think that I can train these women. And um, I think, you know, a lot, uh, or I don't know, maybe, what I hear a lot is like, oh, you do so much. And I think they said, well, if she can do all of that and still come out here and work out, I can do it too. And that's all it took was like, I got them there once. Yes. They felt so good in terms of just moving and doing something for themselves. They were like, let's keep going. So I think I just kind of knew, I knew the market well enough to go, I hear you, but I just want to try. I just want to try and see what happens. Yeah. I also wasn't afraid of it failing, um, but I thought, you know, I know these women well enough that if it doesn't work, we'll be okay. Yeah. And after 
doing this, you know, for some time and also working with several clients over the past uh, year in particular, what have you learned with the type of client that you like working with? What is, you know, if you look ahead, what is the type of client that you feel like will connect with you the best? So I think, you know, I understand what it's like to live on a schedule and live on like limited time. So like, how do I space out my day that my kids get the attention, you get the attention, like my business gets the attention, but I still figure out how to make time for me. So I think my ideal client is someone who's like, you know what, I am ready. And I want it, I'm gonna take the time to every, not every day, but let's say five to six days a week. Yeah. I'm gonna take that time for myself and I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something for myself to be a healthier version of me. And they're just, you know, they're dedicated to it. And they, um, they'll they say, you know what, I'm gonna do it for four weeks and I'm gonna give it a try. And they go out there every day and they show up and they don't make excuses. And that's really, I think, the sweet, that the, they recognize that life is hard, but they also recognize I need to do this for me. And if I'm healthier and I feel better, I'm better for those that surround me. Totally, awesome. I mean. I think it's, it's, it's become very apparent that, and this has always kind of been a market of, of uh, you know, I think in the past year that the workload on, on a mother is, has drastically jumped and on a family um, ability to work with each other and having, finding a safe way where people can connect. Because you, you also did um, a group with some friends and family yeah. back east also. Yeah. Virtually. Yeah. And what was that experience like working with, you know, because I don't work with a lot of family um, on a regular basis, um, but you did. How was that experience trying to, you know, give that experience that you have and that expertise towards your brother, towards, <laughs> yeah. towards your cousins and things like that? You know, they were really good about uh, like taking the workouts that I gave them and like just going for it and like we would obviously talk like this works for me this doesn't work for me this is kind of my current schedule you know how can, can and we kind of adjusted till we found that and like I I know working with family could be hard but I think I want to circle back to the very beginning where it was like us learning how to work together you just don't take it personal anymore yeah. like when we're here, we are business owners, we are coworkers. When we are doing the workouts, I'm your trainer, you're my client, and then outside of it is whatever we want it to be. But we have the same goal in the session, and that is to try to get you to the healthiest version of yourself that you can be. And so with that understanding, we give each other a little grace and patience. Yeah. And so far it seemed to work out you just don't hold grudges you go like you know what that's okay and then you you have to know when to say like this might not be working let's step away before it gets bad yeah. it's just about understanding it's that separation of church and state and it takes time it, it takes time for sure for <laughs> sure it definitely does and it's kind of one last question i wanted to ask you and if you had anything to ask me you can you can always ask me anything <laughs> but is for people who who've been around you uh, clients, they they know uh, they know this, but you know they always ask, and I'm gonna ask the question: Why do you work so hard? <laughs> I don't know any other way. I think there's like always lots of um, factors that go into it, um, but part of it is 
I've done it for so long, I don't know how not to anymore. But part of it is, I think, you know, everything that I do provides me with some sort of fulfillment. Like, obviously, you and the kids, like, there's no explanation needed, right? But, like, coming here and working with clients and just seeing them, like, feel themselves growing is great. Like, being in the classes with our members and, like, seeing them increase their knowledge, it's just, like, everything feeds back in that is that a selfish answer because it makes me feel good yeah but i mean truthfully like being part of the fire fire department like it it all just fulfills me and so it's not work right you never work a day in a light in your life if you love what you do yeah and so i think that's it and i think you know i I get the question all the time how do you do it there I, i don't know there's no you just one foot in front of the other and you just keep going and you lean on your support systems when you need to and have great people in your life and that's how it works. Cool. <sighs> you got any questions for me? Or you- um, questions for you. I don't have to. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I always get nervous. Um, I don't have any questions off the top of my head right now and that's not because there are not plenty of questions to be asked but I luckily get to tap into you a lot in terms of um, where are we going in the future? What yeah. do you, you know, so I, I am lucky enough to do that all the time. But I will try to think of some questions and then we'll come back and maybe I'll do. Yeah, I, I well, drop I, I, down and give me 10. Well, I will say um, people need to be on the lookout because I can see how you've tackled different things in your life. And when you have your focus on and you take your hard work, I know where you're going. So, and that's going to be one of the best trainers uh, for sure. And uh, I want to thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. (laughs) I think that's it.